With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right. That's just one more. Sunday night, late night radio. What fun. Woke up this morning looking for my shoes, looked behind the trunk, found the hesitation blues. Lordy, tell me how long. announcements um i will say for a close call 
I gotta I gotta thank Adrian for being here tonight. Um, we're we're gonna get to him. We're gonna get to him. Just hold tight, everybody. Hold tight. All right. So we're gonna get to him. Um, I will say number two, not a bad rating. Over 121 pages. What did we count, uh, Freddie? What was there like 15 shows on every page? We're number two right now. We're doing good. We're 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 doing good. So okay, Nick, are you there? Yep. All right, all right, all right. So, couple of show announcements. Uh, next Sunday night, uh, Matthew Ewald's gonna be here. Yay! That's gonna be sweet. <laughs> yeah, Matthew yeah, you just, will be uh, here. I, I like published uh like I think three books of his over the years and and uh he's from uh Fox Kids uh T V show Galador back uh back in the two thousands and stuff. Uh has tons of fans. He's done all kinds of things and he directed his own movie which uh won a ton of awards last year and he's uh trying to get it distributed to theaters this year and uh, uh, he sent me the novelization of it uh, that he wrote, and uh, I've been working on that. It's called A Coffin of Stars. Nice. And then on the 11th, we do have Patrick James Ryan, which is going to be groovy cool, too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's... uh, uh, one of uh, the best-selling authors at Black Bedsheet with uh, The Night It Got Out. He's been uh, pumping out a lot of stuff since then, though, uh, too. It's, like, uh, really great. He had the flu tonight. Yeah. But uh, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, he said he'll he's going to... All right, um, so... Nick, I'm going to make a couple of announcements, and then you've got some announcements to mention with Black Betsy Books, and then we're going to bring on our guest. Certainly. Yes. So here we go. A couple of announcements for me to make. Don't forget to go on to Amish Honest. Amish. Honest Amish. Amish. Honest Amish. Amish.com. Uh, they got all your beard and mustache. They got all the body soaps and everything that you can use. The products smell great. They're all natural. Uh, Freddie, you used it in your goatee when you have one. And how does your beard feel? (laughs) He said it's, he said it. Did you guys hear it? He said it felt soft. Yeah, they got all your hair products need, body soaps, everything. Go to honestamish.com. Put in the passcode Talking Beards. You're going to get 15% off. And Aaron D. Johnston, dude, you freaking rock, man. And also, don't forget to go to uh, the CW. Check out To the Rescue with Tommy Habib. He's doing a fantastic job. He is rescuing dogs, and he's giving them their forever homes. Congratulations, Tommy Habib, and 
He's the guy who did Sunday night, late night radio. What fun? Dude, trust me, this guy's a blast. Tommy Habib, brilliant guy, brilliant. He's the guy that uh, that did cheaters. He he's, did. He's the guy that, he created cheaters. Uh, created cheaters. Yeah, he created cheaters. He's he's the tall guy, not the guy that got stabbed on the boat. He's the curly hair guy, but. Yeah, he started Cheaters, but Tommy Habib, really good guy. So glad that you're doing what you're doing for the dogs. Keep it going, man. You know, I seen a episode where they rescued they him and his sons were pulling out like seventy dogs, and they're putting them in a dog rescue, and they're gonna get them their forever homes. How awesome is that? Groovy. That is groovy. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, Nick, any announcements for you? Well, yeah, I've, uh, I'm looking at 25 books I'm publishing between now and the beginning of summer, something like that. Right now, um, Carson Buckingham uh, uh, just sent me her introduction for The Beatle, which is one of our latest in the classic horror um book line that we're doing it's like it outsold dracula it came out the same year and outsold dracula and uh where dracula is like uh he can uh like uh morph into a bat or a wolf and he drinks blood in the beetle this guy can change into a woman and a giant insect and uh and he uh uh he, he like consumes people's uh force nature or force Spirit, something like that. It's like really, it's complicated, but it's great. So I figured that that's that's the next one that I'm doing with that. Anywho, um, also, I'm waiting for the last couple of contracts to come in before I can publish a Scream in the Night three, the third um, installment of our all women's anthologies, um, horror anthologies, uh, compiled and edited by Raina Young, um, and that's Raina! gonna be great. Yeah, and then, um, uh, of, of course, like I mentioned before, uh, Matthew E. Weld's coming out with his A Coffin of Stars. And I've been also working on the Canine Collection by Laura Schell, which is um, um, a short story horror book um, that focuses on, uh, of course, canines. Um, so, And it's really awesome. And then Who I Killed at Camp um, last summer by Thomas Kaminsky is going to be coming out soon. The Nestors by Ken Robinson and um, uh, Perversity by Ken King, who uh, came out with a couple of books with us last year. And L.A. Nance, his poetry book, is on its way. And uh, I'm going to be working on Read Us or Die 2, um, an anthology with every black bedsheet author that I can, you know, um, uh pulled together but i haven't made the announcement yet that's probably going to come out sometime at the end of this summer but i'm so busy with everything else i do plan on doing that and uh and my own collection too (laughs) and eventually uh, i'll uh, get that all taken care of we just got so many and it's so cool keeps me busy and these are all great authors just like the guests that we have tonight yeah, I I I read Adrian's bio. I love it. Adrian, are you there? 
Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear, ma'am. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? All right. I'm so glad we didn't. Uh... By the way, first off, um, I know that you worked with Ray Young with the Tales of Hip Hop Horror. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Raina left. She she wanted to call in, but she couldn't. But uh, Raina Young, well, she left me a little message for you. Okay. You want to hear it? Please. Yes, of course. All right. All right. Here we go. This is your hot horror hostess, Miss Misery. Woo! I'm back on Francine Friends, leaving a message here to say hi to my good friend, Age Scott, who rocks it every single time. Cannot wait to see you at East Bay Comic Con coming up next Sunday, baby. Ow! <laughs> That's my girl right there. Um, it's so, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you. Um, I don't, can I just jump in and start talking? Is this, is this where I could talk? Yes, yes mm-hmm. it's your show. It's not our show. It's okay. your show. Um, like, like Solomon want... Burke once said on her show, it's like just sitting on a couch and just talking to people. Yeah. So yes, they would well, you, want. Well, you know, um, first and foremost, just being associated with so many cool people from doing this art is like Nick and Raina and all my friends that I've met from doing this. This is just like the love is so cool. So even if, you know, you, we all want success and fame and maybe not fame, but we do want to get paid better. But um, even <laughs> if that doesn't happen like that, you know, it, just work with so many cool people. What's up, Raina? See you at Com- Comic-Con this weekend. Yeah, Raina's the homegirl. I love her. She's so cool. And, like, uh, me and Raina did the Tether Hip Hop Horror with, with Nick. And, um, yeah, Black Bear Sheets, yeah. Thank you. It was a great experience to work with Nick. Oh yeah, and uh, and the book's out on Amazon. Uh, all, all the listeners want to look it up. Uh, Amazon.com. Tales of Hip Hop Horror. Adrian Ajard Scott and Raina Young. Also at BlackBetsyBooks.com, and uh, in different other places too. So um, yeah, I mean everywhere that uh, books are sold. It's even uh, the ebook. At least the ebook. I think the paperback too is at BarnesandNoble.com, and um, then. Uh, um, Smashwords and uh, Google Books um, and so on and so forth. Yes, working with um, Rana and Nick um, on Tether Hip Hop Horror, it's, well, it's my first attempt of doing like a horror and um, I try to write from a hip hop perspective and trying to not just use hip hop as a writing tool, but just trying to add a different flair to certain type of writing styles um, from um, an urban perspective, um, hip hop perspective, um, male, you know, just like a black male perspective, just trying to do another, add in another touch to my writing, you know? Because I've also done comic books and horror, and I've written several type of books. So, yes, I'm super excited about Tesla Hip Hop Horror. Please go get it on Amazon, Tesla Hip Hop Horror, with Age Scott and Randy Young. Nice. Yeah, and also you contributed to our Halloween uh, 
uh, little anthology. It's like, did, oh, did you get those books? I sent them to yes, you. Yes, I did. You a few yes, couples. I did. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you. Yes, um, I wrote um, uh, a short story of um, a ghost that was um, – <laughs> It was it, at the end of the story. The ghost is kind of like um, out out of place ghost because the ghost is kind of racist, and like he was haunting a house, and the family was like, "Oh, we got a racist ghost. That's not fun." So, <laughs> and the, they were like, they were, the family was woke, and they were like, "Great grandpa was racist." We don't like him. Like he was cool, but I'm just trying to write because as a kid. I was, uh, you know, my my parents were. They allowed me to do all the sci-fi and all the horror and all these, all the movies, everything under the pipe. And as I grew up, I'm like, I could write this stuff. I could, I could do this. So watching Jordan Peele go for it really gave me the attitude. Like, well, if Jordan Peele could go from comedy and writing horror, I could go from comic books and writing horror or like writing books in general. So yeah. Ah, I love Jordan Peele movies. Love Jordan I didn't Peele. care too much for the he didn't direct it, but uh the the last Candyman. I I, I liked some of it, but uh, what I really like are is other ones. I mean uh um Get Out. That, Get that out was, was amazing. that was incredible. And yes, the last yes. one I forgot the name but with the uh, with the alien nope. thing. Nope. Nope. Nope, yeah, nope. yeah. Nope. Nope. You gotta uh-huh. see nope. Yeah, that's I, 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 I love that. Tell, I, okay, he is, he's a unique you know, director. Now, right now, and I gotta tell you, that is like the best movie title because everybody's like, "Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> hell no, hell no." Nothing yeah. to do with that. Nope. No. <laughs> so when I look at nope. Jordan Peele's catalog, your like a Stephen King's catalog. Every Stephen King's movie wasn't amazing. Like there's some amazing ones, there's some good ones, there's some okay ones. But I look at Jordan Peele's catalog the same. Like some movies are gonna be amazing, some are gonna be okay. But the fact that they're all like you know actually movies, I think that that's really cool. So I'm just trying to build my catalog. Like like any great artist, I would like to build. That's why I've written a horror. I got comic books. I've even written my new book is a um, uh, love hate story. So yeah, I'm just trying to write. Let awesome. Me, me uh, well, tell this. us about your new book. Tell us more about it. Okay, so my newest book, um, I ain't no joke. I wrote it during the quarantine time. And it just manifested on Amazon like a week or two ago. And um, I wrote it with the love and hate for hip-hop. And um, with it coming out around the 50th year, this is a story of a person's ups and downs with hip-hop. And um, I wrote it from a place of... When I was writing it, I was just like, I'm writing this so it could possibly be a movie or, or like a, a show or like a, a series. And I wrote it in a way that it's more funny than like traumatizing because black movies and black stories, we have so many same tropes of like hood, you know, the criminal, you know, the the trauma. These Some of these elements are so boring to me, and I just wanted to write something different. So 
Um, I ain't no um, I ain't no joke is um, a story of someone's ups and downs with hip hop. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Please nice. check it out it's on Amazon. I I totally want to check that out. Yes, I ain't no joke by Age Scott. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about this, and um, you know it's funny because. I'm excited about this book, but I'm also, now that I got Nick on the line, you know, I mean, I, man, I I want to do another book, another horror book with him, you know, seriously, seriously. So I'm just excited about, to, I'm just excited about working, you know? Oh, well, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, uh, no, that's what you got to do, too. You, you got to, like, uh, keep on um, pumping out stuff best as you can i mean uh you know quality stuff uh, it doesn't mean like you know every day uh take your time and and make it perfect and and stuff then send it out into the world yes. Uh, yes. but um but at the same time you it's it's good to be prolific um and uh it's good to get your like you said uh not just with with the written word but with comic books and with you know everything everything that you can dip your fingers into and like you know um, get involved and get your name out and, uh, you yes. know, get involved, yes. uh, yes. that kind of thing. That's, that's yes. what's important. Um, that works. You know, it's super important, super important. So this is my, my passion and my dreams or like pursuing the art game and the writing, but my day job, I'm a teacher assistant in the school system. So I'm always working with the youth and I feel like the youth keep me, you know, motivated and focused, and I'm just trying to be um, a great artist. At the end of the day, you know. I I got I got to ask you because you're talking about art, like me. Please, please. I would prefer to do the pen. Well, <laughs> it used to be in our day because <laughs> Nick and I are old. Uh, pen to the paper, <laughs> and the typewriter gets. You know, you got to push the keys down if you type too fast. What do you think is harder? Is it art or is it actually writing? Well, I think art and writing are kind of like the same energy, just opposite sides of your brain, you know, because you're sitting down and applying yourself. So the hardest, you know, I think... This to complete anything is hard. This to complete anything, you know, um, it could be a simple picture or a simple paragraph. Some people, it's hard for them to start. Some people, it's hard for them to complete it. Yeah, discipline. Discipline. That's yeah, discipline. That's at the end of the day. And I'm trying to get better with my discipline. Honestly, I'm really trying to get better with my discipline. Seriously, ma'am. Yeah, you you got to sit there and you're really like, okay, I'm going to write 2,000 words today. Yes. All right, so here I go. And you're like, damn it, the, there's birds out there. i got to go look at the birds. <laughs> right, right. Well, um... Uh, yeah, it's not just discipline, it's ambition, which, yes. which is, it, they're both related, but uh, ambition is what compels you to actually do it with passion 
and yes. uh, and just making yourself do it because you feel like you have to, then um, the end result doesn't show the passion. So what the drive is is um, is is you and the passion behind it, and being inspired enough to create something substantial that people can can really go, wow, this this shit is awesome. You know? Yeah. I think anyone who's a fan of any genre like art or writing, you got you, you have somebody you respect, like Stanley Kubrick or like, you know, Frank Miller or whoever. And you know what they went through to be amazing. And if you want to be amazing, you got to go through like the same fire, you know? When I was yes, in ma'am. South Carolina and Nick was a guest on my radio show um, for the first time, and I was talking, I was pitching a book to him. I was like, hey, Nick, I might have a book that you might want to publish. One thing that Nick said to me is, imagine yourself as an artist and you're painting a canvas. What do you see in that canvas? That's what you got to write down. Well, yeah, and and basically, well, um, whether it's art, uh, as in as in what Francie's talking about, and actually painting, drawing something, or whatever, or if it's writing words, it's still the same art. Um, uh, in that, uh, when you, when you sit yourself down and you say, "I'm going to write something," it's exactly like painting yes. what's inside your head yes. and with using the words to describe it in such a way that people can see it exactly as you do. Yes, and you know, um, it's an art to finish a project. It's an art to get something started. I, I almost feel like that moment before you actually sit down is really cr- crucial because that moment before you sit down, it's like, um, am I going to be focused? Am I going to go outside? Am I going to go watch TV? No, I'm going to sit here and do some art or write to get my dreams accomplished. So it's just, it's a lot of focus. Nick, Frenchy, it's just like you guys invite me to your podcast tonight. Like the opportunity was there. I'm like, how can I say no? I'm going to be there. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it was oh, such a, at the last minute we weren't, I wasn't sure if you were going to respond or, or something, but luckily you did. Luckily you were there. Oh. You you weren't out um, watching a movie or doing something or whatever. You you caught it. You were there. so yeah. Uh, so you know, if they would have it, here we are. But, but not uh, we would have normally have uh, uh, scheduled you though in advance. No, no, but, sir, I, I appreciate that, but the fact that you gave me this opportunity, I'm stopping everything to be there. Like, this yeah. is part of it. This is part of the game of being an artist. It's not like we, here's one, you can make all this amazing, great art, but if you're not going to show it to the world or like you like be a little more of a you know extrovert. Um, usually your art will won't be seen. It won't be seen. No one will see your art. That's not going to help you either. No, no, it's not. Uh, anytime you have to, uh, you, you get an opportunity to uh, promote yourself, uh, and you have the time. That's uh, those are great opportunities. Yes, and I'm on it, and I pre like once again. Please invite me anytime. This is so cool. Thank you so much, man. This is so such an honor. Thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're welcome. So talk about comics. Okay, um, comics. Um, I also do a comic book called Superhood and Want and Feel, and I've done a couple of children's books. Um, I, Want and Feel is the Ren and Stimpy in the world of hip-hop. They're like the hip-hop heroes. And Superhood is my take on the X-Men, Teen Titans genre. So if X-Men's about kids that have superpowers and go to school for their powers, what about kids that have powers and can't go to school for them? That's so a great that's angle. Superhood. Thank you, thank you. That's super good. That's one and feel. These are all properties that I got actually tattooed on my arm. Ooh. So these are my properties. This is like, like you know how a lot of people get superheroes tattooed on them, like Spider Man or Batman. Like, no. If I'm gonna get tattoos, I'm gonna get my own superheroes tattooed on me. <laughs> Well, yeah, they they mean more. Yeah. If we had a nickel for every Batman tattoo in the world, we'd be rich. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, it, you know, everybody knows Batman. But for something that's personal to you, that's that's a good enough reason in the first place to have a tattoo. And, you know, from doing this comic, you know what? Nick, Frenchie, like, even, like, the people I've met from doing the comic book game, oh, man, I mean, I can't, I, I, if I was, I met Stan Lee off top. Like, when I met Stan Lee, I was so starstruck. I didn't, I, a person like me, I, I got rendered for not knowing what to say to him. I was like, uh, 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 like, oh, shit, that's Stan Lee. Like, I met Stan Lee, that's like the epitome of it all. But I met a lot of great, amazing yeah. people. I, I would have to agree with that. If you meet Stan Lee, dude, no, yeah. I have no words. I'm going to shit my pants. Like, seriously, can I say that? Is that okay? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I could curse. I don't know if I could curse. Oh, yeah, you definitely cuss, man. You can say the F word. We do not censor guests at all. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to freeze my pants. Whatever you feel like saying, you could say it. Yeah. Yeah, when I see Stan Lee, I almost poop my pants. I was like, oh, shit, that's Stan Lee. Oh, wow. Right in front of me. And um, I'm I'm not a huge comic book fan. I'm sorry. I'm a girl. I did read oh. Archie. I'm a girl. Yep, there's a lot of girls that love comics. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's groovy you know, anyway. Not, yeah, but if Stan Lee was to stand in front of me, I would be like, ah, oh, fuck me. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah man. No, that's so dope. Stanley such a and so I mean I I met John Kay of Ren and Stimpy fame. I've met Oh no way. I met, yeah, I met Lou Ferrigno from Hulk. I met the gentleman who did the One Thousand Corpses, the, the the Rob Zombie movie, that real tall, scary looking guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait. oh, wait, you're you're talking about um um oh uh, what's his name? Uh, brain fart here. I if the clown from the Rob Zombie movies. Um yes. the, the big He's one with the, the scary looking I, 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 yeah. I got me drunk in a motel room. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's we so got good. a hotel room uh, at a convention. He, he and his wife got me, like, wasted, and I puked in his sink. Uh, That's so oh, cool. what's his name? Um, but you know what I'm talking um, about, yeah. right? Yeah, cool guy. Yeah, you're going to get your name. It's all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man. And um, remember it after the show, and I'll go. Oh, that's the show. It. We'll do it again. That guy, that one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, um, Hag, uh, Sid Hag. Yes, yes, yes. Tall, bald gentleman. Yeah, yeah Sid Hag. He's so cool. So cool. Uh, um. Yes, like, honestly, it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, you know, another one, Ron Turner from Last Gas. Ron Turner, that's my guy. I love Ron Turner. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, he's he's cool, too. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of cool people from the, the game of um, creating art, and I'm just fortunate to be able to do it, man, seriously. And all this, uh, like, uh, rubbing shoulders with uh, other people, that's all networking, and you get your name out, yes. you get your works out, and then and some people like, like Stanley, you know, you go, wow, I, that's a memory I'll never forget, just no, by doing no. what you do. <laughs> and this is, this is fun, but then also I know that this is part of the game, and... So I would like to see, like, honestly, like Stephen King, who's turned a lot of his proper books into movies and properties. I would like to see my stuff evolve into, like, um, cinema, movies, and whatnot. And I'm going to just keep on at it till it happens, you know. Have you uh, – I, I noticed uh, – didn't you, like, post on Facebook something about your – ambition or curiosity about directing a movie yourself or pursuing yes. that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, so, yes. I have, I'm pretty good at editing film and I've shot a couple of rap videos for my friends. So I feel comfortable with my editing and filming. So I've been, I wrote a script and I want to make it happen, but I understand right now that it's kind of hard for everyone to meet. Like, you know, people have jobs and all, and that's an obstacle I just realized, but I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. I'm, I'm going to film a video. I'm, I'm going to film a movie. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it. This is what's going to happen. So I believe in myself and I got a script written and it's going to manifest. I just believe all of my dreams are going to happen. I got to just work at it, you know? Yeah. Yep. They all do. Do you have any equipment yourself? Yeah, so I do have some cameras. I do have some cameras. I do have some editing footage, like editing um, programs. Um, I actually got a YouTube channel. Can I tell you, people, please go to my YouTube channel, The Age Page. The Age Page, all three words. And um, go check out my YouTube channel. Me and my friends, we make music. We got videos up online. And um, I'm just trying to be a creative. I'm just trying to be one of those, like, you know, those artists that leave a, a mess of art behind. You know, that's important to me. Uh, you know what? Um, uh, just popped into my noggin. That's uh, <laughs> an old guy's, like, term, I guess. Uh, it popped into my brain. Um, do you prefer to be called Adrian or Age? Or what do you – when I talk to you, and you what do you prefer? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't figured I that out. 
Adrian is my, my my birth name and that's what like, you know, my mom calls me, my, 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 my adult friends, my, my mother figures. But my, my friends and my artist name is Age. You call me Age. Like I, I just can't cash any checks under Age. Just put Adrian on the checks. But um beside that, like, I love Age. Like, you know, um, Age is a my writing name. Like I don't think I think a lot of artists have like a writing name. It's not like their real name. So Age is my writing and my artist name. You know. Ah, okay. Yeah, I have a lot of authors like that. That they uh, uh, I social media and on their book covers yes. and everything. It's uh, it it's a pseudonym, and then yes. uh, you know, then then they got their real name and. Some of my authors, I, I swear I wouldn't tell anybody who they really are. <laughs> so I don't, I don't you know. mind, Adrian. You know, I don't mind, You know, honestly, um, at school, um, I, I really don't like my kids to call me Age. I rather them call me Adrian. You know, and that's okay. Um, um, a lot of teachers go by last names. I don't mind first because I'm like, a, I, I like to be that cool teacher. Um, yeah, you can call me age, you can call me age, but Nick, Frenchy, I got a question for you guys. I know sure, that you guys are into, I know you guys are into horror movies and all, so I just want to ask you, like, your top three horror flicks, please. Like, what are your, what's your favorite three horror flicks of all time, please, anyone? Uh, Francie. I would have to go. I would have to go with Jigsaw Three. Would be one number one. I'm sorry, okay. Nick, but or what about uh, Exorcist Three? You love that one. Exorcist Three would be number three. Ah. Okay. Number two. Four is number two. Oh. What's number two, ma'am? What's number two? Halloween for oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, I I, yeah. I wrote the book for that. <laughs> I know you Didn't wrote that. that. Yeah, yeah, you got the you got the this, the novel to that, right? Uh, yeah, I, I wrote that back in 1988. Yeah, and then the, it and has new editions. But uh, yeah, I, 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 Terrifying horror movies. In fact, uh, when I was a kid, because Nick's a little bit older than me, um, when I was a kid, Halloween 4 scared me to death. But Jigsaw 3, I would have to say, is my number one horror movie. Jigsaw 3, okay. What what about you, Nick? What are your your favorite three, please? Well, uh... I've always uh, kind of tried to figure out what my top movies of all time have always been, um, or not. And uh, for decades, um, Alien and Blade Runner uh, and uh, probably The Empire Strikes Back, but those aren't horror. Uh, and Brazil, you got to check out Brazil if you haven't. Terry Gilliam from Money Python. Brazil okay. is is an incredible movie. For a long time, that was my all-time favorite movie. I also love Superman the movie because back in the days, uh, my uh, my parents used to. Uh, my dad loved that, that movie. So like after movie. church, sometimes we would like uh, he would like 
we'd be in the car going home, and then he'd like detour, and we'd go, "Where are you taking us? Oh, we're going to see Superman again." I really do like Cronenberg's The Fly a lot. Yes, that's a good one. Um, that's and, a good um, one. Um, I really do like, um, you know, uh, the Alien franchise is horror to me, even though it's it's horror slash science fiction, but those xenomorphs um, uh, uh, are like creepy things. I love the design uh, to that, and that's like horror science fiction. Um, yes, yes. Um, I love that crazy stuff, dude, like Videodrome. Oh, my God, Videodrome is insane. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I yes. love that movie. I love David Cronenberg's stuff. Yeah, crazy, yes, yes. My favorite three, at least my, like, my favorite movie ever is Clockwork Orange. That's my favorite movie. Oh, I love movie. that movie, too. Yes, yeah, indeed. I, I can watch that over and over again. Yes, I watch it. I watch it and read the book like once a year, like like a, a annual thing. And um, I love Get Out. Get Out was amazing. Um, Get out. I love Get Out. Yes, uh, you know, I love Get Out, but I kind of didn't like how how media was placing Jordan in the in the horror masters, but. I guess what, he, what what was happening is that horror movies took such a, a, a drop in creativity that Jordan Peele was just deemed the master for being creative, you know? Yeah, I, like, I, I was really impressed yeah. with Jordan's, um, and again, I can't, I, I, off the top of my head, it'll come in like two minutes, but the, the one with the people that live underground and they come up and that, that you talk about us? Yes, yes. Yes, us I've seen it cool twice, too. and I yes, it, yeah, cool. I really uh, very original stuff. Yes, that, uh, yes. It's mostly horror, but it, it borders on the sci-fi thing too, with the yes, yes. fantastic elements that that go into it. And but how it was, how these movies are made that he's done. Um, are, are really incredible that you can follow them and and you know a suspension of disbelief. You know you you, you, uh, you get into it. You know Jordan Peele. When I watch Jordan Peele's horror, Jordan Peele kind of shows me that there's different things that are scary for different people. Like the police at the end of Get Out. Everyone in the theater was black when that police officer pulls up. Like everyone, oh shit! Like that's the cops. Like that—that that yeah. was a for a moment in that movie because like everyone was scared of the cops at that moment. Even if you're not scared of the cops in real life. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like I noticed, I'm like, dang, you know, like, like and. There's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of more there's a lot of scarier things going on in this world besides Jason, Freddy. That's why they that's why they can't even do it, Jason anymore because people aren't scared of Jason, Jason, Freddy, or like a Chucky. That shit doesn't scare people no more. No, they in order to continue on those franchises, they have to. Uh... They have to either reinvent them or they have to 
come up with something that can appeal that we haven't seen before. Because we've seen so many of those movies. Um, you know, so we really, get it. You, we can watch them if we love them. We can watch the old ones. But I think that's one thing about remakes and things nowadays, too. It's just originality is the most important thing instead of just rehashing the same old thing. Amen. That's why Jonah Peele is winning. And even though, I mean, do you know how many um, Father the 13th have been made? Oh, I imagine like about, well, 13. <laughs> I think like I think there's 12. 12. They haven't been the 13th yet. I'm like, what are you guys waiting for? That would be so amazing. Father the 13th, the 13th one, the final chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I like a lot of those slasher films, um, uh, and I grew up with them, too. Um, it's really hard to, so many, now that um, it's easy for independent filmmakers even to, like, uh, come out with something, uh, it's just, a lot of it is, isn't original anymore, because um, slasher films, they have to be, like, have you seen The Terrifier? Yes, yeah, that's just so corny. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's probably one of the better ones, though. But there's so many of them that yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Like it's like the same same trope. Yeah, it's the same trope. So even the whole scary like the haunted house thing like when I wrote my haunted house story I'm like this is like the same thing but I put a spin on it with the the the, the ghost being racist and the family being woke and they kind of dis, disowned the ghost they didn't want to deal with grandpa no more because he was from a different era so I mean I'm just saying like so many there's different ways to put new stories out 2024 we need new stories New writers. Yes, we do. We need, like, uh, uh, just original, new, original stuff nobody's ever heard of. That's what makes it. And then, you know, do it right. And, hey, uh, Rick, I want to say thank you. Yes. Um, yes, I got, I got, I got a really cool guy here. And, Adrian, you're trying to break into film. This guy is, like, the master of independent films. Um, in fact, I'm actually honored that he's calling in, and he says I'm going to call in. Uh, we got Eddie Lingle here. Um, and if you guys are not friends on Facebook right now, Adrian, I got to tell you to make friends with him on Facebook because he is the master of independent films. I'm on the I'm on Facebook right now, ma'am. I could I could address this. How about you link us up after the end of the show, ma'am? Just send me a link I'm, and I'm, I'll. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him on right now. He's like I'm calling yes, in right now. I gotta tell yes, you ma'am. that Thank if you're so ready much. to give me advice and in independent films, this hey Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Hi, sir. How are you? Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, we can definitely hear you. How's it going? Pretty good. We got uh, Adrian Ajard Scott here. Um, hi, he, hi, sir. He, How you doing? Hey, buddy. Your name's Adrian? 
Yes, just call me Adrian. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, you can call me Eddie. Hey, Eddie, what's up, bro? <laughs> Nothing, man. I just got home and I checked my Facebook and Francie's like, hey, can you call in? My guest got sick or something. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this is so dope. Thank you for the being here, bro. So what's going on, Francie? No, what are you talking about tonight? Well, um, Adrian, Age, talk yeah, about your yeah. um, your ambitions for independent film and and uh, fill them in. Well, hey Eddie, so um, I am a writer and I've written some scripts and I've written some books and I'm just trying to be a super creative. And I've had now I know how to edit film and I'm feeling like I feel confident about shooting and mics and the the lighting. And I would like to attempt to shoot a film. You have any advice for me, please? You 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 have a camera? Um, I have a camera, but then I'm also interested in getting a better one if needed. What kind of camera do you have? I have a um, a high def like um, handheld camera. It gets the job done. Nothing too fancy. Okay. Um, you got. You have to make sure it's 4K. 4K. Okay. Yeah, I would suggest like um, the Black Magic. You know, they have a camera that's pretty affordable. You can get it for like under okay. two grand. You can get a used okay. one under two grand. We've used those cameras and they're really good. I'm right but now. So I'm right now. Just... Okay. Right. Yeah. You got to make sure it shoots in 4K because that's what the streaming service is like. Okay. 4K. And the name of this camera again, sir? It's called the Black Magic. Black Magic. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And how did you go about getting everybody on board? Did you have to and pay everyone, or did you just have to feed them? In the in the early days, um, I don't know. I got real lucky like way back with Hell Week. That was my first movie, and that actually got on the Netflix. And I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't know what I was doing, but I had a lot of passion. And a lot of desire, right, Francie? I, I, didn't, I didn't have a lot uh, of knowledge. I had a lot of passion and desire, Adrian. I, I don't know. Like, um, we ended up shooting that movie for like around three grand. You guys yeah, saw Halloween four for three grand? No, no, Hell Week, Hell Week. Wait, Hell Week, Hell Halloween. No, 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 Hell Week. Not oh, Halloween. Hell, Hell Week. week. Hell week. Oh, snap. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Hell week. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Okay. This is dope. That's so, how long did it take you guys to make it happen? Oh, man. It was a long process. <laughs> it, it, it was a long process. We went through many different editors, and we had to go back for reshoots and reshoots and... It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare, but in the end, it got to Netflix and it got my name out there. You know, I just didn't give up. I didn't give up. I, I kept trying and trying. We went to probably five different editors, and we finally got the edit that we wanted. And um, it, it's been four years, buddy. Thank you so much, man. You know what? 
I'm so honored that just to be amongst you guys, man. Thank you for the knowledge, bro. Seriously. You're welcome. You know, it's just, yeah, I, I believe in Adrian. Yeah, I believed in it. You know, Francie knows this. It was like, I, I, I just believed in it. And if you believe in something and you believe in it 100%, you know what I mean? Don't give up. That's what I tell people. Like, I didn't give up. Like, I could have given up so many times, Adrian, you know, when editors didn't work out and we had to go to another editor and it just, like, always got the darkest before the dawn, you know? And I just I'm kept just plugging on. You know, yeah. I just kept plugging on, man, you know? And finally, we, we got it. And as a matter of fact, we're just redoing it now. We're doing a 10-year anniversary. I was just finishing up the edit this week. And we're going to re-release that same movie, but it's, it's been, it's been up-res of high definition. Congratulations on your congratulations on your achievement. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. I got to tell you, Adrian, if there is anybody that I can introduce you to anybody in the industry, this is the man right here. Sir, I'm on your fa- I'm on Facebook right now. Can I find you, Eddie? Uh, last name L E N G Y N I got you. Yep, I yep. got you. Lingo, I I just see you right now, so I'm sending you a friend request. Okay. Thank you so much, sir. God bless, man. Seriously. Yeah, he's he's um he has been nominated for the guy that has. Well, I mean. Okay, you make the best of your budget, and you make your movies seem cinematic. You got you got to watch them. He's on. You're on Tubi, right? Yeah, everything I have's on Tubi. I'm there, sir. I'll be watching your movies this week. Please send me send me links. I'll be watching your shit. I'm gonna study your stuff, bro. Thank you. Dude, this guy is a pro. Francie, I, I just got a review from Horror Nation and from my uh, Irish. I just got a, I just released it. Well, I'm just releasing an Irish film called St. Patrick's Day, The Slew All Awakens. And um, Horror Nation did a review. And I am so humbled. I'm so humbled, Francie. Uh, you know what they said? They go, this film earns a spot on your shelf right next to Leprechaun franchise. As a must oh, watch St. Patrick's Day horror. Congratulations. In legitimate horror to fit right alongside the cult favorite friends. Francie, I'm so humbled. I am so humbled, Francie, that they said that. Congratulations, sir, man. Yo, That's seriously, so congratulations. That's so dope. That is always humble. Eddie. That's so dope, week. man. All right, okay. Can you be on my show three weeks from Sunday? Um, as long as it's not Super Bowl, is that Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, shit, is that Super Okay, after Super Bowl Sunday, yeah, we got to watch Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Yeah, let's go Niners. <laughs> I hate, I hate the Chiefs. Please tell me that, uh, that one guy oh, that has all the Super Bowl I think, you know what, though, Francie, the game will be over by then. Just like today. Oh, yeah, it would be over then. Yeah. We've done Super Bowl Sundays before, Francie. It should be over. Okay. 
right, Adrian, you want to be the co-host for uh, Eddie? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Right. Am I excited? Yes. <laughs> you guys still, you guys still have William. Is William still on the show? Oh yeah, William. Uh, um, uh, he, uh, he, um, Ed, um, he, he's got to wake up at four in the morning to take his family somewhere. And then Tom Sawyer is, uh, he's, he's been on the show for like ever one of my other authors, and he couldn't make it because he's making a football. He's at a football game after party thing, uh, and so. Uh, but uh, usually we can get like uh, you know I mean what, uh, whatever we need. Francie's gone through so many co-hosts over the years, over the uh, decade and a half or so. But um, and thank you for inviting me. I'm be, I'm so honored to be. I would definitely like to be there with you guys Super Bowl yeah, weekend after the game. That'd be I cool. think you and you you discover what Eddie does. I think that would be the perfect. I think you will be perfect for Eddie. And you know, Eddie, thank you, thank you guys all for inviting me to your, to be part of your show. And Eddie, I just want to ask you, what be some advice for somebody you know trying to get into the game of making independent movies? You want some advice? Yes, like, please. <laughs> um, what, what, do you, what do you exactly are you doing? Are you are you writing? Are you directing? Or producing? What, what are, you, are you doing all of it? If it has to come down to it. My advice, what I was taught, what I was told is get a crew. And that's something that I've always struggled with is getting a team around me like a crew. We have a small crew, but that's one of the biggest advices I can give you, buddy, is get a crew. Like, if you can get your cameraman, get your sound guy, you know, an AD and a PA, even if it's just a small or a grip, you know, a light guy. You know what I mean? Because we didn't have that, and it made life a lot easier if you have some of those players. You know what I mean? So say you're running camera, make sure you got a great sound guy. You know, or if you're running sound, make sure you got a good camera guy and maybe an AD. You know, an assistant director. Assistant directors are crucial. You know, they help Eddie, keep everything you. running. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie, yeah. I talked to a lot of your actors on the show, and you know what your actors always said about you? Anytime he calls me, I'm picking up the phone. Uh-oh. You need to be a nice guy. Yes, you have to be a nice guy. Make yeah, make more friends than enemies in this game. I understand. I'm trying to learn, ma'am. I'm trying. <laughs> That's what you because every actor that I've talked to, and I've had a couple of your actors on the show, and I had you on the show, and. Everybody always says, oh, my gosh, Eddie's such a nice guy. That's all you need. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Um, thank you for just having me. Thank you so much for having me with you guys tonight. So serious. 
we that are awesome. about to start off with Block Talk Radio, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I gonna talk to you in three weeks? Sure. Let me know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the co-host? And Tom and yes. William will be too, Eddie. Yes, ma'am. I'll be there. All right. I think Great. that you we and could, uh, we could talk I, about. We could talk about my St. Patrick's Day movie. We could talk about the melon head. I know. I, I see the we got a lot of stuff we could talk about. That's so cool. That I'm would be you, groovy. Adrian, you want some? Yes, you want some advice about? You want some advice about doing independent films? This is the man you need to talk to right here. And thank you so much. And you need to watch this, this Mary Hatchet. I can't. I, I'm so bad with names. You got to see Miss Marriage. Uh, now, you know, I'm going to watch it tonight. Come on, Eddie. Uh, I'm telling you, this uh, whole thing, everything with us creative types uh, is all about, uh, you know, getting together, networking, sharing our, our you know, dreams and this and that and doing whatever it takes to actually make it happen you know, I, I would like to do a, re, a revamp of Black, Blackula I would like to see Blackula revamped revamped pardon Dude, the pun I would totally be in it but yeah Blackula was Blackula was great and the sequel oh, too Yes, yes. Ooh, thank you for having me, guys, man. I'm just so excited about being with you guys tonight. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're more than welcome. Thanks thanks for, uh, like I said, as fate would have it, at the last minute, there you are. So, yeah, I've been dying to figure out a way to exploit you. So, you know. Hey, it's um, good. Let's do it. Here you go. I'm ready yeah. to sign up with the Illuminati and everything. Let's do it. <laughs> And everybody, um, thank you guys for having me. I know we're almost out of here, but, you know, everyone, just check out my book on Amazon. Um, I ain't no joke, and I can't wait to be with you guys in a couple of weeks. All right, let's do it. Eddie, you up for it? What's that? Eddie? Yeah, yeah. You, you're up for it in three weeks, a uh, show? Sure. Uh, is it? Are you talking about, oh, yeah, the... Uh, not next Sunday, not the Sunday after that, but the Sunday after that. Yeah. That's what I said. Three weeks. I'm there. I'll be what? there. What would that What would that date be, guys? What's the date? Oh, crap. We don't have a calendar in front of us. Hold on. Okay. The 4th is in the 11th, and then, okay, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18th. 18? I guess yes, 1 plus 7 equals 8, right? 18th? And uh, Adrian, you're welcome. Uh, H, Adrian, H. Art Scott, uh, you're welcome to call in next week, too, because 
we're going to have another independent filmmaker. I've published three of his books. I'm publishing the fourth. Uh, like at the beginning of the show when I announced it, A Coffin of Stars, Matthew Ewald. He uh, was the lead in Galador on Fox Kids um, back in the early 2000s. He uh, knows a, a lot, too, about, uh, about filmmaking. Uh, that's what he does. He was in Plan 9. Um, the remake to Plan 9 from Outer Space, but a more serious remake that had Mr. Lobo in it and a lot of other people. And, and uh, cool. yeah, and so uh, he, he can give you some advice as well. And, uh, but uh, that's next week, and he, he hasn't been on the show in a while. He kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, and then with this new movie, I mean, it won like 20. His movie won 20 awards at film festivals all year last year, and uh, and he's seeking distribution into theaters this year for it. It's an alien kind of a alien abduction kind of thing, along the lines of if if you've heard of um, the movie Extraterrestrial by by the yeah. Vicious Brothers, it's a lot like that. Oh shit! Okay, that sounds so cool. Thank you, man. Um, yeah. Uh, next weekend, I do have the Conquer Con with Raina, but I should be able to get back before that time of the podcast. Oh, groovy. Okay. But thank you for the invite, and I'll definitely keep you all posted. Yes, onwards and upwards for all of us. Yes. Yes, indeedy. You know, I'm really excited get you back, right? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I'll be back. I'm definitely in. All right. All right. It was a great show, too. I mean, a lot lot that was discussed. That's really, you were in the spotlight. Yeah. There we go. Thank you so much. Go out into the world. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Thank you all. And uh, I guess I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks, if not next week. Okay. That that's groovy, Francie. Thank you. Thank I've you, loved you since I was uh, 11, 12 years old. My grandfather yeah. used to watch your show every Friday night, and he'd say, "Boy, that's a lot of ketchup there, Brett. A lot of ketchup, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> now this is Chad. Grandpas are liking me. Damn. I said when <laughs> you said I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was my grandpa back in 1981. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Now uh, that, that feels better. I thought, I, you know, I'm always signing autographs to people who always say, oh, my God, i got to get a picture of you for my dad. And I'm like, okay, when, when people start saying, oh, my God, i got to get a picture of you for my grandpa, then I'm retiring. <laughs> oh. I am wearing this uh, regimental style, yes. And I tell you, the, nice. the kilt has caused many, many a, a wondrous and, and amazing events at the cons that I go to. I always wear my kilts to the cons. I actually yeah. had an elderly woman. When I say elderly, I mean like in her 80s woman come up to me. She was just a guest at the hotel, and she's like, I was wondering what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. She lifts it up and she found out what a Scotsman wears under his kilt. Um, and what was her reaction to what the Scotsman was wearing or not wearing underneath his kilt? 
Well, I took her back wow. to my room, Ron. I mean, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man, this is so exciting. And um, the, the funny thing is, is like for the last, since you said that you would do the show, at the opening show, that you're always talked about. So I'm wondering, what do we talk about next Sunday? Because you're here tonight. So, I am here tonight, yes. And what a cool, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm extremely honored. Well, thank I you. Am, it's, you yeah, know, this is. Lovely for you to have me on. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.